This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Walkout Boys is brought to you by flicks.co.nz. This episode contains spoilers for the first half of Star Wars colon Rogue One. It contains no spoilers for the second half. As we didn't see it. Why? Uh, Nick, because we are... That's right, you are with the Walkout Boys, and it's uh, myself, Nick Sampson. And me, Joseph Moore, and each week we go to see a film and leave halfway through it, and then try to guess what happens in the second half of that film. And this week we went to see quite a hyped, hyped film, Nick. It's a little film, I don't know if you've heard about it, A Star Wars. Yes. Colon. Rogue One. I don't think it was. I think it was Rogue One. Uh, oh, so I'm colon. sorry. Yes, you, no, you're right. <laughs> Rogue One colon. It's Rogue One colon. A Star Wars tale colon. Story. Star Wars story. Oh, it should be tale. <laughs> should, should it? <laughs> yeah. I, f- I was getting tale vibes from this one. <laughs> it's a tale. What's it, a what story. do you think? A story is like what you did at work. Yeah. A story is like something that happened. It's like, like Nick, tell your story about about the time you got so drunk and. Uh, but a tale is like it's got someone going for a long walk at some point. Someone is. You'll never hear a long walk in a story. No, you won't. <laughs> um, so this tale, uh, yeah, it's it's one of the most hyped films of the year, and yet, b- before. And afterwards, Nick and I talked about trolls the entire <laughs> the entire car ride. Yeah, two of them. We saw trolls last week. Two of the cinema we talked about. We I don't want to. Wanna, I don't want to. Like, yeah, we, we listened to trolls on the way to the cinema right. and back home. And uh, and then we were arguing in the car on the way back, having just seen half of the year's most hyped film. All we talked about was um, whether or not uh, Princess Poppy should have ended up with Branch. <laughs> Or not. Because you were, you were very pro uh, Princess Poppy ending up with Russell Brand's troll. Yeah, well, I thought that would change the mold. And uh, I had to tell you that, no, clearly, like, he's, just a, he's just a troll she wants to fuck. <laughs> and she'll get that out of her system. But I, I, I don't know if that's in the book. Yeah, I, we haven't seen, we've the, seen the first half. Yes, we're, of course, arguing only about the first half of Trolls, which has been <laughs> playing on our minds for a whole week. i I got to say, uh, George Lucas, they're coming for you, those trolls. <laughs> I would like to see... So, a troll tale. Yeah, one day Disney is going to buy trolls for four billion dollars. <laughs> I would like to see and demolish half of Disneyland to make it <laughs> trolls themed. Just like I would like to see a movie based on one line of dialogue from the movie Trolls, <laughs> which is what this film is, right? The Star Wars, this tale. I think so. I'm not a huge Star Wars buff. I I've seen all the movies, but I don't know the. You uh, don't. I know that there's a lot more stuff out there. To to know about Star Wars, and I just don't know it because you know what? It's not real, <laughs> and there is too much real stuff that I don't know for me to know. All well, the they're stuff. trying very hard in uh, this one to uh, to make us, the general public, know all the things mm. everyone else knew. Is that the what's happening here? So that's what this one is set between episode three and four. Yes, and it's showing them. This is the story of how they got the piece of paper that says where to shoot the Death Star. Yeah. And we saw an hour and six minutes of this two hour, 12 minute film. 
And at about at about two minutes before we left, they decided to get the piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so, With, you got to realize that at the start of this movie, these people don't even know there is a piece of paper, or there is anything to have a piece of paper about. <laughs> So they've got to learn all about the Death Star. And boy, oh boy, do we watch a lot of conversations of people slowly learning things we already knew. (laughs) (laughs) It could have just started with them being like, so the Death Star, we should find a way to destroy that. But but then everyone in the movie would say, what Death Star? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, What if it starts? Okay. I think all movies... I don't want to... They did a great job making this, but it could have started, just saying, with, with like... Open on the Death Star, the iconic Death Star, pan down to everyone looking up at it, and some guy going, some guy, or girl, just going, we should we should blow that up, and then the other guys go, hmm, seems dangerous. I bet there's, a, bet there's a piece of paper <laughs> that would have saved us the hour of, uh, of, and then we could have watched the rest of it before we walked out. <laughs> Wait, no, but no, Nick, that's not how it works. Well, we could have watched more. Um, yeah, it was good. It was great. Was it? I don't remember anything from it, Nick. It's been, it's been what half an hour since we saw it. Or it. Here's what I remember. I'm going to lay down the plot okay. as I remember. Okay, great. A space scientist. Yes. Lives on. I mean, everyone is a space <laughs> something here. <laughs> a space. It is it specifically. It's space. A space scientist lives on a space farm. Okay, with his wife and his fa- uh, with his the his farmer's wife. Everyone. I have noticed starts out as a farmer. That is the base level in this of Star Wars. That's what um, Luke, Luke Skywalker, Skywalker started out as. I'm sure Ray. Anakin was like a farmer, or they're all they're all. Well, you got to live a humble farmer's life. We all life. start out as farmers. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing I know about becoming an adult is that when you're born, you're a farmer, <laughs> and you can either choose to keep farming or, you know, move and into y- other occupations. And you'll be because of course metropolitan areas, but by far the most populous. So a lot of people opt out that's true and cowards <laughs> take the cowards way out continue with so your- a space farmer yes Med, uh, Hannibal Burris Lecter oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> I was like he did not look like Hannibal Burris <laughs> was he Mads Mikkelsen it was Mads Mikkelsen was he okay I don't know I don't know who anyone is okay Um. Uh, so, so, um, so the space police come to his house and say, get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is a bad summary. Continue. <laughs> and, and his daughter, him and his wife. They say, get out of here. They're not the space police. They're like the bad guy. I guess they are. The police are the bad guys. Yeah. Haven't you read the news? <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, the space police come and they say, get out of here. They don't say, get out of here. <laughs> what do they want? They come now. They specifically want him. You know this. <laughs> What do they want him for? Well, they want him to get out of here, the farm, and onto their... Oh, bull. <laughs> yes, that's true. And they want him to get out of here, the farm, <laughs> and onto their spaceship yep. to build a new spaceship, the Death Star. Yes, Which good. they didn't know what that is yet. Okay, my apologies for questioning <laughs> your use of... Get out of here! <laughs> anyway, um, they kill his wife, mm-hmm. and his daughter runs away. Yes. To grow up to be an adult. As they often do. And not a farmer. She no. she takes the cow. Her job is prisoner. <laughs> yeah, her job is yeah. She she reloading off the system. Yeah, oh, like all prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she lives in a van. <laughs> she lives in a van. Well, <laughs> when we meet her, she's just. <laughs> 
when we meet her, she's in a... <laughs> we should only ever assume that whoever is... Whenever you see someone in a film, when you first meet them, that's where they live. <laughs> so, if they start in a van, that probably it's probably safe to assume they live in that van. Yeah, wherever you first see them. You know, Forrest Gump, it's about the guy who lives on a park bench. <laughs> lives at a bus stop. <laughs> Like uh, Titanic, you know, Jack, he lives in that, like, poker room. Yeah, well, and Bill Paxton lives in that submarine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so she goes from her van home. She's stolen by a robot. So a robot and another man. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yep. I don't... don't, don't, They steal her from her van house. Yes. And um, quickly escort her. To the Rebel base. I think that's right, yeah. Yeah, I got that? I think so, yes. Then it gets blurry. Okay. Do you want to jump in? Well, they go to a couple of different planets quite quickly. So they're on like... They're on like Bok Choy planet at the start where they farm Bok Choy. And then they go to... There's a windy one. Windy planet. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go to the Rebel planet, which is... Is it a base? It's just a base... On a planet that's like, you know, rebellious. And then they go to Desert Temple Planet. You, you go, or is that the same planet? Oh, mate. It's where they go They go to meet um, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Who's, uh, he hems it up in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, he was like so, like, like. Staunch in arrival, like so. I guess he just wanted to. He wanted Everyone to talks about him like this. He's this like incredible, militant, like v- like vicious rebel, widely yeah. feared across the galaxy. Like, compare, and you meet him, basically... and he's like, "Hey, it's me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was doing. He I f- like the d- d- director did not have a, a grasp on him. <laughs> He was like, we're doing this, but we're doing it my way. <laughs> oh, I just let him do it. We've only got him for a few days. <laughs> we'll be out of here pretty but, quickly. But um, it feels to me like, you should, why hire an actor? Because this movie features an actor from the 70s in it. Oh, who's uh, CGI'd. Yeah, one of the old, I don't remember his name. Uh, wow. From the old He's Star one Wars, of the old guys, who, one of the old, one of the old bureaucrats. <laughs> Everyone's favorite bit of Star Wars. Everyone's it's the stuff where they discuss like trade policies and yeah. like the the day to day minute of running the Death Star, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, let's get this guy back." Yeah, they were like gasps in the cinema, and I was, then I had to be like, "I know he's from the old movies because he looks like a computer made him." <laughs> not not because I recognize that old white person face, like that's. <laughs> I believe is he the guy? Does he get strangled by Darth Vader at some point? All I know is that all I can remember from Star Wars about those guys is that there's a bunch of them and they're constantly getting strangled by. (laughs) So I feel like it would have been wouldn't it have been better to have a new old white guy and then it just at some point Darth Vader could come in and strangle him and they could be like, we need to get a new old white guy and then we could just have like a second of the other guy being like. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, right. And then that could be a fun little moment. Yeah, Instead, yeah. we're just having to watch this awkward CGI acting for a whole movie. Um, and it made me feel for a few people. It made me feel for... Do you think the actor is dead? Because I just realized what we've forgotten to do. Oh. We've forgotten to do our quick chicken, 
with noted actor and <laughs> incredible human and all-round bro- activist and wonderful old white man James Cromwell. Well, good news, ladies and gents. I did a search before we came on, and he is alive. And Cromwell, to this day, he's, he's, he's still living. Nick, you have some new information about James Cromwell. Um, yes, I was sent uh, some. And please, for any Cromwell tips, please do send them to us. We are we are hungry for them. Um, from Jason Dewitt on Twitter, he sent us a link to uniteforamerica.org which is a multi-partisan movement of concerned citizens and volunteers united against the unprecedented threat of an unqualified candidate taking our nation's highest office. And so they're sort of doing a shout out to the electoral colleges to, I guess, stop being electoral colleges and ruining democracy. And 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 who is Martin Sheen's in there. And James Cromwell. Does James does James bring a bring a specific point? Because it's one of those videos where there's one script and That's lots right. of celebrities read it and they edit them together. Um, no, he was just sort of doing some of the filler in the middle. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I, th- I, th- I only wanted to see Cromwell. That's not good enough. Um, not from his perspective. He, the way these things work is everyone reads the whole script and then the editors cut them. Uh, so you're saying he should... He should he should be front and centre. A, because... They not give James Cromwell final edit like approval on this? <laughs> I think he should be front and centre because everyone knows, like, well, everyone... Me and Nick and people that listen to the podcast and mm. people that knew about him, I guess, uh, now know that Cromwell is an activist legend. Yeah. You know, more, more so, I'd say, than Martin Sheen. Absolutely. He shits all over Martin Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we got him front and centre. And B, put him front and centre, because anyone that's looked at like YouTube or Facebook video analytics knows most people watch about the first 20 seconds of a video. If you put him front and centre, then people will know he's alive. <laughs> And the word will spread that he is alive and Cromwell, and, and there wouldn't be mistakes yeah. like the ones we're making. That's it's not our fault. It's the editor's fault for constantly putting him after we've gotten bored of watching a video. Exactly, and you know, like it's really good to see him on this uh, video in high def. You can really see he is looking really good, um, and may he long continue to be Cromwell. <laughs> well, this which brings us back to this old CGI guy, right? Mm-hmm. You, I always don't like when they cast, do um some stunt casting in a movie, because I know how many hard working actors you know there are out there that I would see. be good at a job. You know, it's like when they um put a put a rapper in an action movie and like deny some like really hard working talented African American uh, a role for for a guy who's. You know, they're just like, it would be funny if a rapper was in this movie (laughs) 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 for that character. Um, In the same way, people have been, they're like, you know, you you go through different periods of your life. You're like, all right, I'm I'm this age. I play this role. And now you're like, I'm old now. I'm an old guy. Yeah. Can't wait to play. I tell you what, there's definitely going to be an old white guy role ready for me. That's Star Wars. Uh, always going to be an old white guy. Oh, I really hope uh, Darth Vader's going to come and strangle me. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd love, oh, I love so, Darth Vader. So, um, oh, hey, just calling up uh, Disney. Who have you cast for that? Ah, uh, we just got the same old white guy <laughs> from the 70s. You'll never be old enough to play those roles. Brutal. It is brutal. And it's brutal. And for these it. old white guys, they're not used to rejection. They're used to getting everything <laughs> that they've ever wanted. This is going to come especially hard to them this late in life. Well, now, but like this is almost kind of the perfect, you know, like the the people that were most the most got everything they wanted mm. was old white guys in the seventies. Yeah, absolutely. Now, not it's not enough, but learning to share a bit more. But now, old white guys from the seventies are still getting roles <laughs> in movies. 
It's bullshit. <laughs> no more roles for old white CGI <laughs> computer created. And let me guess, he's getting nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm certain of it. Well, he's just he's just he's gonna uh, do the the next uh, Scorsese film as well. He's just been signed up for it. Oh God, yeah. Well, why why would you ever cast an actor in a movie again? Now that you can. Put, put you your make favorite kind of look like because <laughs> you could just be like, "Who's in your movie?" Um, Harrison Ford, Marilyn Monroe, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, they all look kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole film is very unsettling, <laughs> but they're in there. Um, and so where did we leave? They were on a rainy planet, weren't they? Our friends, the heroes, yes, um, the rebels, the rebels. Uh, so the the young daughter, they've convinced her to get in touch with. Her dad, who built the Death Star, yeah, but uh, he did it, kind of. He did it reluctantly to save her life. Yes, and his his uh, his justification is that I did build. Yes, I did build the Death Star, um, but it I put a little like it is a little bit broken. There's and I wrote down where the broken bit is on a on piece, a piece, of, piece of, paper. of paper. Uh, I did it. I don't have it with me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have it with me. And that that kind of them finding out that information kind of kicks off the uh, the second half. Really, mm. um, they're on a mission to find out whether when when we left them, they had just invaded the Death Star. No, not the Death Star. Like the planet where the uh, the rainy planet. Yeah, rainy. They were on rainy rock pile planet, and there were some of the X wings had come down and were shooting people. And it was all kicking off. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) They put so much effort into these films. (laughs) They must be really upset. They're like, because I got a lot of films. I'm pretty good at like understanding stuff, but so many people go to this movie. We'll just like be leaving it wash. (laughs) I think it would probably, I imagine that it would crystallize into something, into like a very sort of clear goal in the second half that we just we just missed that <laughs> i feel like it was it was definitely building up to something <laughs> was it <laughs> yeah sure it was gonna be great um yeah so we've so we've left our hero what's her name Jin. Jin, um and she's with uh, a blind guy with a stick who i don't can, remember him who is a jedi maybe or yes potentially no he's just uh <laughs> Uh, uh, he's like, just a blind guy with a stick. He's just a blind guy with a stick, but he's very good. As all, as as all blind guys in movies are, better at seeing than people with eyes. <laughs> and he's got a friend who's got a big like um, industrial vacuum cleaner on his he- back. And then there's also two other guys and a robot who is a pretty sassy. And they are the five friends who are off to get this piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Will they will they do it? Let's find out in the second half right after we take a little break. What is it? Droid 2.6. Oh, quit your infernal hibbajibbing. We're supposed to be hiding, hiding in this imperial van which is also our incidentally our home uh, on our way to deliver this important
important message. Bleedle, Oh, yes, I know that's what the message is. I will tell them. Bleedfleeks? Yes, I'm getting to it. You insufferable bag of bolts. Yes, pipe down. Right. Uh, what my scatter circuited friend is trying to tell you is that there is a wonderful website where you can uh, access movie times, reviews, and more uh, on flicks.co.nz. It's pretty good. Oh, you couldn't have done better. Don't, don't you take that tone with me. Blah, blah. Welcome back to Walker Boys. Uh, and we are now going to uh, we're gonna have to take a take a real rogue rogue look at the sequel, the second half of Rogue One, a Star Wars tale. A Star Wars story? A Star Wars, yeah, no, we've determined it's a tale. It's a, <laughs> to us a tale. Yeah. Um, so when we left our friends, uh, they were... On a rainy they were planet. on the rainy planet, yes, of course. The rainy planet, and it, it was all kicking off. <laughs> it was all... And, and boy, oh boy, was it kicking off. Uh, <laughs> left and right, it was it was all happening. And, the screen, uh, imagine the screen full of it. <laughs> it, it. So, so much so much is going down. It was kicking off, it was going down, and it was it was, uh, it was was really pumping. It was turning up. Yeah. Uh, and it's it was turning into quite a kerfuffle. <laughs> so there's... You know, there's there's guys running left, there's guys running right, there's there's planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> there's it's all going down. And and this and of course you mentioned trains, Nick. I did. This with this uh, we see our first scene space trains on a space train mm. in the Star Wars saga. This is one for the fans who've been begging for this uh, since day one. Yes, they've gone. When are we going to see a train? In the Star Wars Ab- world, absolutely. So, like, you're, you, you, you'd be thinking, do they need trains in the Star Wars universe? Yes, it was a long time ago and very far away. And so, a train pulls into the station, and our five friends get on. It's a space station. <laughs> it's a space train station. It's a space train station. <laughs> so they, 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 they've, they've got um, the the dad has whispered to them where the uh, with his final dying breath, wh- he says. This is where the piece of paper is. And it's a planet, not what wins. What he's done is look. he's tucked, he's, he's folded the piece of paper up and used it to sort of prop up a coffee table. Um, we had a wonky leg. Okay. Uh, but that's in the biggest space where it coffee is. table. It's a, yeah, well, yes. I mean, it, where is it? They, uh, can they, I guess, they're uh, going to save a lot of time if they don't call everything a space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess where it is and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. A space cafe. Um, correct. Oh, okay, let's right. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's part of a chain, so it's um, so they don't know which one. It's a big space chain, and uh, yeah, they don't know what which one. Oh man! So they're gonna have to visit these five friends. Are gonna have to travel the galaxy and to go visit, to every single cafe. Every well, yeah, to look for a coffee, a space coffee table with one wonky leg. And and let's let's make this clear: there will be many tables with wonky legs. That have different pieces of paper <laughs> <laughs> holding them up. It is literally a needle in a haystack. <laughs> so they, they, but they've got a, they've got a, a map of like the, the space underground. Yeah, uh, which will show them all the stops they can get o- off at. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we have this sort of quite fun montage because these people don't know each other very well in the first half. There's a lot mm. of they're all sort of quite grim. Um, but it t- turned into a, like a a bit of a, fu- a goofy montage. They're riding the rails. There are a lot of there's a lot of boredom in between yeah. going to these different coffee sh- cafes, uh, and um, so there's there's a lot of joking around. They 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 do a lot of space. You know, in um, the first Star Wars, they play uh, like space chess. 
Yeah. There's like some other versions of that. Oh, what other what other um, games do we see a space version There's of? like Space Buckaroo. Bucket, that's a game with a... It's like a horse, a horse and you, that... And you hang things off it until it bucks, but this is like a... It's not... Obviously, it's not a horse, because yeah. in space, it's like a squid with, you know... A horse nose. Yeah. Yeah. And they hang little things off it, and every now and then it goes... And they've got a space um, celebrity. Yeah. Uh, the game where you put right celebrity names on a head on your head. Yeah. On and a, everyone's got to guess On who. like a cigarette paper. Yeah. And, uh, but it's all like flea doo goo. Yeah, yeah. And they spend <laughs> like a good five minutes. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> and and they you kind of, they're kind of playing it with the audience as well. So oh right, the audience and they're trying to guess, but it's actually not that fun for us because we don't know any. And these are all new, not, even if you were a big Star Wars fan, these are all new characters that yeah, they yeah. made up infuriatingly. <laughs> <laughs> there's like lots of small... but some of the real fans they know. Yeah, because it, there's you, like you said, there's information out there. <laughs> And the real fans know who's to bleep from, and that's how you tell the true fans, mm. um, who, who they they're the ones who guess that. For all the rest of us, quite boring. It's quite a boring <laughs> bit of the movie. Um, so, but they do go to these different cafes, and 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 like on. I mean, personally, one of my favorite bits from the original Star Wars trilogy was always the the cantina. Yeah, you know, when they come in, there's the people going. Well, it was really cool to see like a fun underground kind of bar. But you know, I'm I am curious if that's a fun underground bar. What's what what's it? a bog standard um, chain uh, kind of metropolitan area cafe mm. like? You know what what's a Starbucks like? What's a what's a coffee mm. well, hut? It's it's basically it's a lot like uh, y- you would imagine. Like there's there's some like a, a girl with like the face of like a, a, a hippopotamus is like serving and she's very bored. Um, and whenever you ask, they ask for your name, they invariably get it wrong. Oh, yes. um, but there's like, it's, they're all very crowded with different people and there's like lots of different specials. Um, some of, some of it is like poisonous to humans. Some of it will like evaporate you. Um, the, the bathroom doors have like, there's like 20 different bathroom doors for like different life forms. Oh, right. Um, but everyone is still just kind of miserable. Like, is there Wi-Fi? There is Wi-Fi. Do they have the internet in the Star Wars? They don't mention that. Uh, no, they actually only have it at these cafes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they actually don't know what they're missing out on because, yeah. because like, there's a lot of a lot of plot device in Star Wars is about delivering. Well, yeah, a, a hologram, a physical hologram, a hologram. And if they just had the internet, they could just send it as an email. Yeah, they wouldn't even need a piece of paper. <laughs> But unfortunately, they only have them at these Starbucks, the Star Starbucks, <laughs> Star Starbucks. Uh, they the only place that anyone has a Wi-Fi. Is Starbucks paid for com- promotional consideration in the in the movie? Um, no, they just gave it to them for free. Wow. Okay. Star Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay. So, well, it's got to it's got to really blow our heroes' minds getting on the Wi-Fi <laughs> and and realizing. How much conflict uh, could be avoided in the future? <laughs> yeah, that, but the but the problem is they they can't really email anyone else because no one else of of note is on. They can only email um, people other people in these cafes, mm-hmm. but that does save them a lot of time finding the piece of paper, doesn't it? Oh my gosh! They send out they a ask group, everyone a group, a group email. email, and they do you know the way they do it? They what they ask everyone to look under. The coffee table and yes. see at their at their respective star Starbucks across the galaxy, yeah. and then we cut to there's a montage, yeah, of all the people, the owner, the managers of all the star Starbuckses, and, and guess guess who the managers of the old Starbuckses are? 
James Dean. <laughs> um, Malamut, Paul Walker. Mm, wow. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, yeah. Bowie, Prince. Um, <laughs> Everyone we've lost in this wretched year, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're all there. <laughs> they're all there playing. And, and because apparently with this technology, the estate doesn't have to sign it off. So they're just playing real minor roles that you would give you would give to. Ba- they're basically extras yeah. in the film. But, but just- like, who are you going to cast as an extra? An extra? Or James Dean. <laughs> yeah. I'll take James Dean, please. He's a great actor. <laughs> so- and also, we don't have to give him lunch. <laughs> you do actually have to give them lunch. You have to give them a sort of digital lunch. Yeah. You have to and upload a file. Well, a lot of... Um, lunch.exe. <laughs> um, and this is actually why they're taking so long with um, Toy Story 4. So a lot of Pixar's best animators have been taken out to make lunch, <laughs> make lunch for CGI James Dean on the set of Star Wars. Why do we always end up talking about lunch? So obsessed with people eating lunch while they're making movies. So yes, this is. I mean, yes. So that these they're very well fed, um, and, and they're, not, they're actually they put on a bit of weight. <laughs> But it's fine because yeah, they're yeah. minor roles, you know. You're not, you're yeah. not hanging the tent. It's not the, they're not hanging the movie off them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we, we actually, we we you know these films are great for introducing, um, my you know nodding to other characters in the universe and stuff. But guess who's working at the Starbucks where the piece of paper is found? Where who? Our old mate Jar Jar Binks. Oh! <laughs> Times have been a bit tough for Jar Jar. He was. Uh, a, he was just a Gungan, and then he became like a senator in in one of those prequel movies. Yes, but since then, or he's now just. Well, this is this before. Well, this is after. Oh the no, this is ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's just like he's washed up. He's, he's working at a star Starbucks. <laughs> uh, he's like a trainee. He's got like a third, like a boss. He's like you know sixteen, <laughs> and he's like, clean up, clean up that Blorgan. Puke, Jojo. And he's like, oh, Mr. Sorry, Mr. Yeah. Boss. It's, um, it's River Phoenix, by the way. Who's his boss? Oh, River Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> young, really young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. And um, Stand by me era. River <laughs> Phoenix. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and so he cleans up the Gungan puke, and then and then he finds this. He's like, oh, what's this? Uh? And he finds this piece of paper, and it's, um, he it's unfolds like, oh, it. And he's like, there's a piece of paper. <laughs> I can't do it. There's a piece of paper. Oh. Me, me send an email. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going he's gonna to send an email because he knows that they're mm. looking for this piece of paper. But and guess what? He's so clumsy <laughs> that the piece of paper may get stuck to his tongue. And, he's like, <laughs> and, then, and he's sort of like walking around. And then he gets his two feet jammed in like these coffee pots, and he's like, oh, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> just classic Jar Jar stuff. The kids love it. Um, he trips over uh, River Phoenix, um, who dies again. <laughs> wow! Yeah, uh, that was intensive. The filmmakers didn't need to do they, that. That was really bad at them. <laughs> yeah, they were getting cocky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know, and it's very humorous, and it, it attracts the attention of guards. The guards, yeah, who who have been alerted that um, the people are going to st- these Starbucks's. Mm. So they've been kind of. Iron up the Starbuckses, you yeah. know, under in disguises. And who should come out just at that moment from the bathroom? The worst person you'd want to run into at that point. Oh my god, who? It's Darth Vader. Darth, it's just Darth Vader. 
flushing. He's like just washing his hands. Oh my god, he's been at the Starbucks. Yeah, he, he just had to use the bathroom, but they made him buy something, <laughs> so he's got like a biscotti. <laughs> but he can't eat it, which is frustrating. Yeah, well, and there, and there is a. And it was interesting that they went to to make him a comic relief character in the film. But there's a very funny scene where he's trying to like shove a biscotti through the grates. Ah, like, oh, this is very in his mask. <laughs> Eventually, he sort of grinds it up and like tries to suck it up into it, but then he starts choking on it. Yeah. yeah, and that's how he got the because <laughs> <laughs> a bit of biscotti. Yeah, they yeah. explained that <laughs> before then. Just talk like normal. Um, and so he sees the piece of paper and he's like that's my piece of paper. And um, and then our friends, Jin and the other guys, vacuum guy, old mate, blindy robot, <laughs> they all, they all arrived. Yeah. Um, and there's this big, this is a climactic Star Wars, you know, classic Star Wars fight, but it's all in this very small cafe. Is there, is they're struggling over this one piece of paper? Yeah. And um, eventually, uh, Darth Vader, he kind of, he rips it off and um, Jin's like kneeling under him and he's like, oh, 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 oh. And he, um, he rips it up and tears it into little pieces so that they'll oh, never no. know and storms off. But um, they realize something. <gasps> they have internet in that uh, cafe and after he's left, Jar Jar goes, Misa, show you something. Yeah. And Jar Jar had, um, in the midst of his um, c- clumsy thing, had uh, taken a uh, photo booth photo <gasps> oh, on perfect. a MacBook with um, his the thing stuck yeah. to his tongue. And if you zoom in, they enhance it on yeah. the MacBook. Yeah. Uh, they can see. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And there's, just the one, there's one bit of the, the, the drawing, though, that, that they can't see. And oh, like, no. Without this, it's worthless. And Jar Jar Binks goes, oh, me so sorry. And he sticks out his tongue. And would you believe it? On his tongue is, is the last bit the, of the map. And then they kind of They grab his tongue, tongue. They, and they, they just chop it off. Because <laughs> the rebellion is more important than this stupid, like, Gungan. And they just... They, uh, and then, then they sellotape it to the computer screen. And then they, yeah, and Jar Jar can't... Like, he's got no tongue. And, and then someone sort of looks at the camera and is like, see, he's not going to talk anymore. <laughs> And then that's huge fan service. Everyone's like, good riddance. <laughs> we hated him. <laughs> Incredible. So they have it. That's And they, and, and now they're going to go back uh, to all the old Star Wars. Mm. If you ever watch them again, I think they've already done this. Mm. If you go back and watch the old Star Wars and you see the um, they any scene where they have the plans, they're going to digitally update it. So the plan oh, is now um, a MacBook with a bit, with a, with a bit of tongue sellotaped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. that's great. And I think they're also going to put in like coffee cups. <laughs> Whenever it's someone's standing, they'll just have steam rising from a coffee cup, like a Starbucks cup. Absolutely. Um, which is good. You know, that's what those films need—a bit of tinkering. <laughs> um, and that's you know that's that's the star- that's the tail. That is the tail. If of- that's not a ta- that's a tail. So there wasn't. I didn't. I didn't notice a long walk, Nick. Um, no, I think. But that's the. One- that's over the end credits. They walk home. <laughs> they walk home along the train tracks. Yeah. Like stand by me, yeah. <laughs> with, with, with Phoenix, Phoenix. <laughs> as like is the credits play. <laughs> wow, what an odd movie! <laughs> it's weird, eh? <laughs> ah. Oh, but it's good they're trying new things because you know these movies they can. The more we dip into the same yeah. franchise, the more. And you know, I was worried in the first half. Be. I was like, "This is 
this is fun and it's entertaining, but we've we, you know we, we've seen this all before. So I was really stoked that they decided to take that. Uh, though, though I do think the some certain um, states of well-known past celebrities will be upset. That's true, but they're they're not, they're not advertising it. You know, hopefully no one will notice. Yeah. we're just we've got the eagle eye. Yeah, so sorry sorry about that spoiler if you haven't seen it yet. Um, hey, that's that's been Walkout Boys. That went, wow, Rogue Rogue One, Rogue One. What a film, Rogue Point Five. Oh, yeah, for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll 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 probably have time for another one before we take a little holiday break. Hey, Nick, we'll have time for that. I I imagine so. Yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll see you next week uh, with more of this. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And make sure you check out all the other podcasts in the Little Empire Podcast Network. There's a brand new one hosting with Guy Montgomery and Australian improviser Carlo Ritchie, which is phenomenal. It's a seven-episode short little run. Check that one out. Or any of the others. You do you. You live your life. Uh, I've been Joseph Moore. I'm Nick Sampson. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try Boners of the Heart? Maybe we should create a curated pornography um, website. Are you just suggesting we upload Bridget Jones's diary? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We could just stream that. (laughs) 